0: made the best podcast co-hosted for the last 6 or so years by a Brit and a Canadian win. Um yeah, over to you. smashingsecurity.com/vote. Thank you very much. We love you all, uh, at least the people who vote for us. Uh, but for now, back to your normal service and uh, sorry about this interruption. <laughs> da 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 da, 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 da. Hello? mm you're there. Okay, I've got my tea. Hang on.
1: What kind of tea are you drinking?
0: I think it's just regular tea. What we call builder's tea.
1: Yeah. Have you ever built anything in your life? Lego? Yeah, I don't know if that counts. It has a almost 50-year-old. Built up a podcast. Have you on your own done that? Well done. Well done, you. Well done, you.
0: No, no, listen to what I said. Listen listen to the recording. I said, with your help. That's what I said. You just jumped in too soon. (laughs) Rewind. Rewind. I built a podcast with your help. (laughs) Nice. Smashing Security, episode 100. One in hundred. With Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security, episode one 100. One hundred. <laughs> yeah! My name is Graham Cluley. I'm Carol Terrio. Carol. Graham. We made it. We made it through the rain.
1: It wasn't without its up and downs. But, uh, yeah.
0: 100. What an achievement. What a long way we have come. Yeah. We should write a book about how to keep peace and how to finish a job without losing your shit. I don't know if there is a finish line with a podcast. Well, there might be. Really? Let's
1: see how this one goes.
0: (laughs) You know? Do you remember way back when, when we started... We were once three. Yes, we used to have Vanya with us. That was fun, wasn't it? Smashing Security 001. One cup, two hotel guests. And here are your hosts, Carol Terrio, Vanya Schweitzer, and Graham Lee. And... Uh, well, exciting time... <laughs>
1: It's great. You did great. Carry on. It's, it's really it's riveting. <laughs>
0: it's riveting. And then he mysteriously disappeared.
1: Well, cuz we kind of needed that foil, didn't we?
0: Yeah. It's good having guests. We d- we don't have a guest this week because who is worthy? Wor-
1: to say. <laughs> I mean, who would you choose? You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we won an award as well along the way. We won we? an award. We lost an award <laughs> along the way, too, a couple we of weeks ago. We lost an award. Yeah, yeah. It was your idea, of course, to do a podcast.
1: It was my idea. I'm surprised uh, you're saying that now, because about 10 minutes ago, you took full credit for it. About six. <laughs> and now you're trying to sound so magnanimous. Thank you very much, Graham. Yes, it was mine.
0: <laughs> what, 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 how, when was that? About six years ago?
1: Well, if you remember correctly, I started a podcast when I worked at Sophos.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I was a guest on it once I think you were twice. my first guest, actually.
1: Was I? I think you might have been. Oh, cool. I don't even know if those episodes still exist. I expect they're out there somewhere. And then I stopped for a while. Yeah. And then I really wanted to get one. When we decided to leave Sophos, I wanted just to start a podcast. And you were like, oh, crawl, I'm going to be way too busy. I don't want to commit to anything. <laughs> and then a few months went by and you missed me. And you thought, I know how to get Carl back in my life. It's to play... The podcast
0: card. I remember our meeting with Vanya at that cafe. In Oxford. In Oxford, That's where right. we discussed it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't that long ago, Graham. I'm glad you can remember it.
0: And I remember us discussing what we should call the podcast as well. Do you remember some of the alternative names other than Smashing Security? Because Smashing Security wasn't my favourite. I was outvoted, can I say.
1: Did you look this
0: up? No, I just remember it.
1: Do you really? I don't remember any of the I names. I
0: remember my... Pro- well, I don't remember all of the suggestions, but okay, I give me some, give me some. I'm, well, when I say I don't remember all of them, I only remember the one I actually wanted. <laughs> okay. Which was? Which was, I thought, very clever. I really liked the idea of the safe word. Do you see what I've done there? Yes. It's a little bit sexy, but it's also a little bit security, a little bit passwordy. I thought that was clever. yeah is it too late to change it
1: bit mucky bit mucky i don't know maybe Uh, now actually we should change our name
0: (laughs) (laughs) because then you know it could be about anything couldn't it if it's the same word yeah yeah someone else is going to pinch that now well yes start their own one
1: it's a good name but Smashing Security without the G, you wouldn't have, we wouldn't have our Twitter joke every show. No,
2: no, that's right? true. Right? And that's yes. very important. It is, yes. We've we, even
1: made a T-shirt with it, you know? Well, so. well,
0: well we've got a, we've got mugs. We don't have a T-shirt at the moment. We have mugs and we have a pick. In fact, I am drinking right now from a Smashing Security mug. I've got a cup of tea here to celebrate well, with you.
1: Do you know what? I am drinking from a wine glass. <laughs> Right. Because I'm having a glass of wine to celebrate our 100th. Is that safe? Well, we'll find out. So, cheers to everyone. Cheers. Hey, Graham.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: I need some advice. Yes. I need some yes. advice. I use a cloud service. I put all my files and data up there, and I'm kind of nervous about a prying eyes looking at it. Any advice?
0: Uh, yeah, you've got to encrypt it. Before I load it up? Well, I would recommend so, because any file which you put on Dropbox or Google Drive or OneDrive or those other cloud services... It could be accessed by that company or indeed law enforcement or any hacker who broke into your account. So what I would recommend is use a piece of software like Boxcryptor. It's what I run on my computer. And any file, before it gets uploaded to those cloud services, gets encrypted with my own keys, which I control. So the cloud service itself can't see the contents of the files which I'm putting on the cloud drive. It's all encrypted cool i'll check it out go to boxcrypto.com and thanks to boxcrypto for supporting the show this week Many of us have worked in big companies, right? And we know that it only takes one person to make a boo-boo to allow the hackers in. Imagine running a company, hiring new stuff, and worrying that one of them might bring their bad password habits into the office. Horrendous nightmare. That's one of the reasons why businesses, small and large, need a password management solution like LastPass Enterprise. LastPass brings a vast array of features for enterprise users, including company-wide policies, reporting, user groups and roles, and new suppliers. Support for microsoft active directory as an administrator you can create highly secure passwords for your new starters right from the onset means no snafus listeners can check it out for themselves by visiting lastpass.com slash smashing no more password snafus no more boo-boos just lastpass well carol my story this week is about the company yale are you familiar with yale as in Yale locks?
1: Yes. I mean, I'm familiar with them, like everyone is. Like, I probably have one and don't even know it.
0: Are they just a British company, or are they no, around no. the world?
1: No, no. I certainly knew them before I moved here, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. All right. So, yeah, okay. So people know them elsewhere well. no well. name. Yeah. All right. Well, they don't just make keys and physical locks anymore. They also make a range of smart home security devices driven by smartphone apps. How cool is that? It means you can set your burglar alarm, remotely unlock your front door, check CCTV cameras to make sure that your goldfish is eating while you're on holiday. All those sort of things mm-hmm. from far, far away. Absolutely marvellous. Nothing at all can go wrong with that, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know how people can tie out to their, their actual physical security in oh, these today, on. today. I'm sure one day we're all going to do it and this is going to seem, but right now it seems
0: crazy to me. It's 2018. People love this kind of thing. And just after four o'clock in the afternoon last week uh, Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, Yale tweeted that they were performing some unplanned network maintenance and the customers may experience connection issues. Okay,
1: well, they warned their, their clients were doing something. Watch out if there's any glitches.
0: Yes, yes. If you if you're the sort of person who actually follows the Twitter account of your front door lock, oh, uh, yeah. then then you would have seen this. So message. they
1: tweeted. They tweeted. They didn't yes. send in. They didn't send a letter, or an email, or anything like that. No,
0: no, no. Nobody okay. sends letters. So a t- one ever. tweet went out. This was unplanned network maintenance, crow. You know what that is code for, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it means ahuga, <laughs> a ahuga. Exactly. Dude, what the f is happening? Yep. We need to fix this pronto. Like they found a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, 4 pm, that's when kids start returning home from school, isn't it? And you can imagine... Oh, yes, we're talking about door locks, not Twitter, of course.
1: Right, So they're... Okay, so kids are coming home from school. Kids are coming home from school. Planning to
0: put in their code. Or maybe they've, you know, oh, oh, I've forgotten my door key or something or my fob, you know, and I'll just text mum and get her to remotely unlock the front door, you know, so I can get in. And it's not that long... Before uh, parents will be coming back from work as well, you know, commuting like after a hard day's work. Or what if you were running an Airbnb property, for instance? Maybe you've got one of these things in place. Yeah. Well, their unplanned network maintenance had something of an impact um, when they talk about connection issues. Users began to complain that they were unable to open or lock doors with their app or disable alarms.
1: So people weren't able to get out of their houses and people were able to get in?
0: This is the thing. There are people who tweeted and saying, I'm stuck in my home because of this. Now, okay. I think that was a little bit uh, misleading. Because, because
1: you're thinking there's sliding doors, there's back doors, well, there's garage doors.
0: Uh, even, even if you have a smart lock on your front door, there is always a physical handle which will allow you to get out because of fire and things like that, right? It's it's not going to prevent you from getting out of your house if you want to. But there may have been people who felt like they had to stay in the home because they couldn't set their alarm with their app. So that may have been why they were complaining that they were stuck inside. I, I don't really believe this. They were physically stuck inside. You may remember we did a story about a hotel in Bavaria or somewhere, which got hit by ransomware. And they, there was a claim that guests got stuck in the hotel rooms and we were quite sceptical of it, way back when in the early mm. days of smashing security. By seven o'clock, so three hours later, things were taking a turn for the worse because Yale then tweeted that they were working to fix the app. But while we've been doing that, we've, been, we've experienced an unforeseen issue and now the app is temporarily unavailable. And so oh dear. Couldn't access the app at all. So things have deteriorated. And as a consequence, if people were reliant on the app, they couldn't oh, yes. unlock doors or they couldn't change their alarms.
1: Do you happen to know if all the locks actually have a key insert
0: s- section? Like they're all manually. Overridable. So what I think these locks have and what the is you normally have like a key tag or a key card. Yeah, like a hotel. Or you, may, hotel. Have, or you mm-hmm. may have a PIN code which can override or turn off an alarm. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, many people won't carry those kind of things around with them.
1: When they get used to having the technology work every day.
0: Right. Uh, Or if you're a kid and you've forgotten your key fob and you left it in your bedroom or something like that and you're just going to text your mum and say, can you remotely unlock the house for me so I can get in? Or it's an Airbnb-style property where you don't give people the thing, but you say, look, as soon as you get there, text me and I'll unlock the door for you.
1: So this was just, this was a serious inconvenience.
0: Oh, yeah. And there there were customers moaning left right and center there's a guy called paul morgan for instance he told computer business review that due to the app not working he couldn't gain entry to his house four people he said lived in the house two of them have got key fobs which aren't Mm -hmm. affected by the outage but both of them were out of town and you know (laughs) right he, he just assumed that it could be relied upon to work and it's like you know Well, he should listen to our show more often. Well, you know what? I kind of agree with you. I I mean, obviously. (laughs) We've only done a hundred of them, for God's sake. Uh, Obviously, it's not good what happened with Yale. But I also think, what were these people thinking? How were these people planning to enter their properties if their phone was ever lost or broken Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. simply ran out of battery? Were they planning Mm -hmm. to keep a fully charged phone with the app installed underneath their flower pot like you would with a key? it's
1: just a plan b right it's just that's what you want with these new technologies it's like okay great you want to adopt it you've read all the risks go for it but you know if it doesn't work what's plan b yeah like why wouldn't they have a key uh, you know in a lockbox somewhere
0: you'd need a key to unlock the lockbox scroll wouldn't you to get to the, your key no so still have to lock carry boxes key are you.
1: no they're done with passcodes as well so you could have one, two, three, four, Oh, good right? one yeah you tell everyone <laughs> that
0: nice one have you learned nothing <laughs>
1: But the thing well, is- you know, my pretty little head, so crammed <laughs> with dresses and pretty things.
0: So Yale's response is, no one should be locked out of the house, they're saying, because you should have a spare key fob or know the pin or something like this. But Right, but you didn't give us 10 key fobs and 10 people live in the house, for example. And furthermore... If you're carrying around a key fob with you, isn't that just the fricking same as carrying a key? You know, it yes. takes up as much room. The whole purpose, I presume, of having an IOT lock is that you don't have to carry so much around with you because you've got it on your smartphone. So I, I have some sympathy with Yale, but I, I do think people haven't re- entirely thought this through. They thought this is a really cool thing. Mechanical locks actually have some big advantages, right? They don't fail because the cloud has gone down or they don't fail because there's been a power cut. And the big benefit is you need to be physically present at the lock when you want to unlock it rather suppose, than someone remotely doing it. You know,
1: totally. But I suppose the appeal, one of the mega of appeals is that you can just go around with your phone, you know, you use, you use contactless, you know, and you use an app to buy everything. You can unlock your house and car with your phone. You know, you can find everything. So you don't have to carry keys. And right now that's annoying.
0: But if you only rely on the phone, it's a single point of failure. So if your battery does run down, or totally if you understand that. I'm just saying down that's down what the loo. appeal is, right? Yes, that's the appeal. That's the s-
1: appeal. But you know, not having a plan B. Disastrous. Any situations, yeah. yeah. This is just an example of how it can suck.
0: Another reason, though, Carl, why you don't want. So this is me urging you to never get a smart lock. Not that I suspect you're ex- you're planning to get one, right? But, well, you have an internet-enabled thermostat, though, don't you, or something like that? We do. We do. How's that we working do. out? Well, it's pretty good so far. I,
1: I, I do think there are some issues with it. I mean, I can mm. see, but I also have a failsafe, right?
0: Oh, do you, oh, what you can just twiddle it.
1: No, I've got a fireplace.
0: Oh, (laughs) good one. Thanks. Well, I'll tell you another reason why a physical lock is a good thing. Because, yes, a burglar can break down, smash your door if they really want to gain access to your property. But that is going to leave physical damage. Right. And physical damage is actually something you want, because that is something which you can use as proof to your insurers there was forced entry. So mm-hmm. when you claim that your video recorder or your Nintendo DS has yeah, been stolen or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can say, oh, no, 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 it's not me putting them on eBay. Yeah. Uh, you know, these were actually stolen. If you have a smart lock, there aren't going to be any clues like that, are there?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So there That's you go, folks. That's a very good point. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, it's not the first time smart systems have failed, of course, way back in episode 38. Yeah, I was just going to say, we've talked about these before. Yeah, there were some mm. smart locks then, which were bricked after receiving a duff over-the-air firmware update. And there was an outage at Amazon uh, Web Services last year, which prevented people from being able to turn on their lights and control their locks.
1: You see, you see, I should never have gotten this internet-enabled
0: freaking <laughs> t- heat thing. Yes. <sighs> oh. Imagine not being able to I got
1: talked into it by my husband. It's so cool, Kroll. He went on for a year about how we should get it. I really, I held off for a year.
0: I know your husband, and I suspect he wants to make it a little bit hotter at home. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) Well, thank God it's not his anniversary today. It's
0: it's not just his pelt (laughs) keeping him warm. He also... It's just Smashing Security's birthday, not his. (laughs) Well, once again... Episode one hundred. Why would we finish any other way than to say IoT not always the best thing?
1: We didn't, we're not finishing. Hmm? We're not finishing.
0: not finishing. Not yet. We've got a lot more content coming up. Have we? Yeah. Well, what have you got for us this week?
1: Well, it is our hundredth episode, and we are two happily married cool cats. Uh, thank God, not married. Each other.
2: To
0: different people. Yes. <laughs>
1: So I thought a virtual swim in the dating pool might be fun. Oh, hello. So first, do you think opposites attract? Like, what's the story with you and Mrs. Cluey?
0: Uh, <laughs> me, me me, Mrs. Clue? Yeah. Um... Well, you know, um, she's got everything a man could want, you know, some hairy chest, muscles. You know, it's like. (laughs) Nice. She's (laughs) going to love you. She doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. Yeah, you know
1: what? I'm doing a test with my husband, too, because we're very similar, my husband and I, as you know. We're two peas in the pod, right? We're both quiet thinkers, introverted, shy. He's a little bit bigger than me, being a ginormous beef bus of a man, but otherwise, right? We're the same, right? Yeah, yeah, you're quite
0: similar.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now, we've all heard of dating sites for the rich, right? Or for the beautiful or for the insert religion here. <laughs> but say hello to a new one that's focused on a relatively new group. And that is the group of Donald Trump supporters.
0: Ah, that particular gene pool. Yes. yes. It would be good if they started <laughs> dating, wouldn't it? Yes. It,
1: seems, it seems that Donald Trump supporters may be facing a little dating problem. No one wants to date them. What? A 2017 Tinder survey kind of supports this. It says 7 out of 10 would kick a date to the curb if they had misaligned political views.
0: Yes, but that's not just true of Trump supporters. I mean, Trump supporters presumably don't want to date a Democrat either, do they?
1: Sure, sure. But maybe they're having trouble finding themselves or maybe they live in a very small town, right? Out in the middle of nowhere and they're trying to online date and there's a lot of people out there that are a little bit mean to them yeah okay right all right now thankfully there's an answer okay there's a dedicated trump supporter dating app which launched last week this is called donald daters their (laughs) slogan their slogan get ready folks make america date again
0: dun 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 that's quite clever actually Okay, I don't love the name Donald Daters. I'm not sure that no. sort of increases my ardour in any way or romance, but Make no. America Date Again, that's all right. Okay. A quote from
1: their website, without bias, judgment, or liberal intolerance, with the free Donald Daters app, you have the power to quickly find the right partner near you. Oh, right. See what they did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. It's cool. eh? Right. Now, how is someone to test a lady's true support for the Donalds? Mm-hmm. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> I mean, really, I suppose it would be a good way to show your support for misogyny.
0: Oh, crow. <laughs> <Close laughs> I, I digress. I
1: digress. I digress. So, Donald Daters was the brainchild of Emily Moreno. She was a former campaign aide to Florida's Senator Rubio. Oh, yes. Little Marco. She told Fox News for many years. Young Trump supporters, liberal intolerance has made meeting and dating nearly impossible. Support for the president has become a deal breaker instead of a icebreaker. So no PR help there.
0: Yes. If, if they're suffering from romantic challenges because of their support for the Donald, there, there might be another solution to this okay. rather than just getting the app. <laughs> just putting it out there. You know, if they're getting a lot of feedback saying, "Uh, no, you know what? No, thank you. <laughs> hmm, interesting all right
1: so moreno wants monero right and uh, let's see what i did there yeah, yeah. i've worked on that one <laughs> so moreno wants monero and she <laughs> launches this donald lovers dating app and things kicked off with some fanfare presumably due to its inflammatory name donald daters and political ties right yep The dating app launch got decent amount of press coverage from the likes of Fox News and Newsweek and
0: others. Does does this app also give you tips on how to have a more successful date, you know, like topics to discuss?
1: Wear your Make America Great Again hat! (laughs)
0: exactly walls you yeah
1: know, a red a views. red a red scarf always goes a long way <laughs>
0: it does it goes a long way doesn't it i mean <laughs> but, you know how to do your hair nicely for a date that sort of thing i mean who it would
1: this... where the best tanning salons are. are you
0: are you are you actually serious is this actually a real app or is yes, this a joke this is a very real okay. app right. now
1: see where we are now right the app is launched the press lapped it up of course they would write about it yes And a few measly hours later, TechCrunch, Motherboard, and other security or uh, technology-related publications report that the app has 1,600 users and counting so far. Okay. And the question is, how do they know that? Because it wasn't a big celebratory tweet from the Donald daters. No, it was a huge privacy (laughs) blunder uncovered by Robert Baptiste.
0: Oh, hello. Ding dong.
1: Robert Baptiste, is a security researcher who tweeted that Donald Daters effectively had piss poor data privacy and security in place. Now, he tweeted this via his Elliot Alderson Twitter handle. Okay, this is a nod to the Mr. Robot main character. And Baptiste tweeted, Hi, at Fox News and at Real Donald Trump supporters, you should not use this app. In five minutes, I managed to get the list of all the people registered, Uh names, Photos, personal messages, <laughs> token to steal their session. Ooh. ouch. In other words, Robert claims to have the names, photos and tokens of the 1600 or so registrants on this pro-Trump dating site. And the full tweet thread, actually, Graham, is yeah. rather juicy. This guy has been working it like mad. I doubt he has slept since Monday. <laughs> so he's tweeted things like currently there are 1,607 users in the application and 128 rooms. So What's a
0: room? What's a, what? I
1: don't know. I guess from what I saw on the website, there's a room where you can go and chat, right? Oh, like you're a your like minded oh, Trump supporter.
0: Welcome to the room. Let's, yeah. let's talk to you. Red door.
1: Right. Red door. Okay. Choose the red door.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He directly tweeted Emily, goading her to reply with like a hi he created a video to prove his findings or to attempt to prove his findings. Mm-hmm. And Baptiste says at one point, that's the whole point. Hire competent programmers. So the driver in here seems to be, clean up your back end, oh. Donald daters. Um, now, Baptiste has since tweeted that the vulnerability <laughs> has been closed. It's filthy. Well, you're, it's your mind that's filthy.
0: No, it's just... Funker. Carry on. Carry <laughs> Baptiste,
1: on. Baptiste since tweeted that the vulnerability has been fixed and congratulated Emily for the quick response. Right. But was it quick enough? There is that saying, you live and die by the sword, right? And the same goes for PR. You launch something with mega media appeal, like a site called Donald Daters, and you better get it right. Because any faux pas is going to be much juicier to the press.
0: It's an interesting theory, Krill, and it's one which I would have ascribed and and agreed with prior to 2016. However, I think recent experience has shown that you can get things massively, massively wrong or incorrect and not be punished at all. In fact, you can go. Yes. From, you can carry on seemingly without a care in the world with yes. nothing happening to you. Nothing right? at all. So the press is irrelevant, right? This is all fake news. What does, what does it matter? Who cares? The app was rubbish. Now it's brilliant. Stop being yep. so negative.
1: It's a great app. It's the best app I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone should use this app. I endorse this app. Okay. Now there's another issue here. And that is that Robert went nuclear on this site's incompetence. Mm -hmm. It seems that rather than telling them privately and getting Donald daters to fix the vulnerability before shouting publicly about it, he went straight for the PR jugular Mm. and started tweeting and leaking out little bits and bobs of information. Oh, really? Yeah. So… It's a hard one, because on one side, it is really shameful that a site that, let me tell you this, on on their FAQ, on their FAQ, they say, the question number two is, is my information kept private on Donald Daters? The answer Yes, all your personal information is kept private. We encourage safe online dating. So please be sure not to share any private information on your profile before vetting anyone you may be interested in meeting in your community. They don't say anywhere we're going to leave, leave this open for everybody <laughs> to come and sniff at.
0: Well, they obviously created the app with the best intentions. They had no clue as to what they were doing. That's the problem. It's a bit like... speculating? I hope you're right. It, it's a bit like the lock company deciding, oh, we're now going to be a software company rather than a software company saying who may have some background in security saying we're going to become a lock company. Sometimes these things are the wrong way around. These guys obviously saw a problem. Okay. By that argument, you're
1: saying, hey, Facebook, you're an excellent internet company. Why don't you do dating stuff? Well, which they've done, of which course. Which they've done. And they? <laughs> hasn't that gone well, Graham? Just <laughs> I <just> now- <laughs> have a little sip here. Hold
0: on. <laughs> And happy one hundredth by the way. Happy one hundred, by the way. Yeah. I've finished my tea, I'm afraid <laughs> I haven't got any more here, but yeah. Um yeah. It's um <sighs> The news is full enough of data breaches, and you would like to think that they, before going live, before doing the big push and getting Forbes and Mashable to write about the app, they would—they do a bit of testing. Some, they get some competent you know, people.
2: I'm
1: sorry, in. my voice has gone so high pitched. It's either the wine,
2: it's almost or as high the as shock,
1: mine. <laughs> Right, the shock that in 2018, a website that deals with personal and private information at a launch. Wouldn't have checked their
0: back including end. people's messages. Include yes, don't keep mentioning that. Including the private messages that they would be sending each other, which could be quite flirtatious, couldn't they? What would a Trump supporter say to another Trump supporter?
1: Um, if they thought we're alone now, right? Let's cue Tiffany. Cue Tiffany. <laughs> I think we're alone now. Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, dun. Fancy coming back to dun, 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 dun. my place for a. An impeachment
1: <laughs> boom boom, boom, boom,
0: well, I'm sure I could have done better than that, but <laughs> <laughs> trying to think about Comey Comey yes, Comey yes. over
1: here baby
0: so good that's good very good um, um, uh, um muller
1: yogurt, anyone <laughs> a bit kinky <laughs> Hey, Grim, you were
0: talking about Boxcryptor earlier? Yes, yes. What about price? Is it super expensive? Oh, no, it's free for non-commercial use. Um, oh. And if you have a company and want to take advantage of some of the enterprise features, then obviously you spend a little bit of money, but they have flexible licenses as well. But your data is encrypted before it reaches the cloud, works with lots of cloud services, and it's cloud security made in Germany. And that's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Boxcryptor. Boxcrypto.com, go and check it out. Hey Graham. Hey, Carole.
1: I have a question for you about these password manager things you keep talking about. All right, go on then, shoot. What happens if you forget your master password? What are you going to do about that?
0: Oh, you think you're really clever, don't you? Yeah. You think if you've forgotten your master password, you can't access any of your other passwords anymore. Well, piff, paff, poof, Carole, because if you're running LastPass Enterprise, you can integrate your password manager with Microsoft Active Directory. And that means the same password that your employees are already comfortable with using to log into your system will unlock everything. It will unlock their passwords, it unlocks unlock their work, makes it super easy to bring LastPass into your enterprise. Seriously? And it's still super safe? It's still super safe. Wow, that's kind of cool. It's a great way of getting new employees using passwords safer and more securely. Rock on LastPass, I say. And Carol, if you or indeed our listeners want to try it for themselves, all they need to do is go to lastpass.com/slash/smashing. And welcome back. And you join us at our favourite time of the show. It's the part of the show that we like to call Pick of the Week.
2: Pick of the Week.
1: It's not our 100th Pick of the Week.
0: No, we didn't have them from the very beginning, did we? No. You see it- how the show evolved. Maybe in the next 100. It's when we fattened up. It's when we went from 20 minutes to about 45 minutes. Thinking it wouldn't add anything
1: to our workload. (laughs) Ah, remember the the naivete.
0: For some people, this may be their very first episode, so we should explain what Pick of the Week is. It's the part of the show where everyone chooses something they like. Could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website, or an app. Whatever they (laughs) like. Doesn't have to be security-related necessarily.
1: Should not be ever security-related, though I think both of us have broken that once in a while.
0: Occasionally. Very rarely. But not this week. Not this week. My pick of the week is not security-related. My pick of the week is a birthday. Someone who is celebrating... Ours? No. Oh. Blue Peter, British television institution, is 60 years old. Six-zero... And that is quite an achievement. Uh, it's a British TV show. Probably don't see it elsewhere in the world, so this won't mean much to people. But the thing which I actually wanted to direct people to, because I know we have a lot of British listeners, is a poem performed by none other than Tony Walsh, who some of you may know because he uh, famously performed a poem called This Is The Place after the Manchester Arena bombings, a fantastic poem. Tony Walsh, mm-hmm. also known as Longfellow, has put together a little poem celebrating... Blue Peter, and if you are of a certain age, or if you grew up with Blue Peter, and you've enjoyed their some of their last five thousand plus episodes, um, wow, yeah, you might. Yeah, it makes us seem like small fry. You might get well, a little bit not of physically small. You might get a little bit of grit in your eye when you listen to this and you see the the footage. It's rather wonderful.
1: Are um, you trying to pretend you have a heart? So, <laughs> this is lost on me, I having not grown up in the UK and well, having I, come to the UK after Blue Peter, you know, of the age. The Blue Peter. I market.
0: would be interested, Kroll, if you were to click on the link which mm-hmm. I've included in the show notes there, and if you watched it, what kind of impact it might have on you now? It's about eight minutes long. Oh, great! I'm not saying
2: watch all of it now. We but. each have our Blue Peter. It's dependent on our age. From being small to growing tall then oh, inspirational er, music. That age. Oh, yeah. So yeah, are yeah. these your Times <laughs> presenters then? Or yeah, these guys? Way. Maybe those. Is your era near or nearer yesteryear? The early show.
0: Hello there. Hello
2: because since 1958 it's been a fixture in our lives and now six long decades later it still lives and breathes and thrives and so for 60 years of mums and dads and countless boys and girls it is the longest running children's tv program in the world from a jolly different differently in a world of black and white to this a future that the internet ignites. It's a diary. It's a record. It's a time capsule. Unsealed. So here's one we made earlier. Let's see what is revealed.
0: Blue Peter, I'm afraid, isn't what it was. Well, we I'm a Peter Purvis, John Noakes. Oh, John Noakes. Valerie Singleton, Leslie Judd kind and of and guy. That was my era of Blue Peter. And the last six years or so it's not even shown on the main BBC channel anymore. It's been siphoned off to the BBC's children's channel and you know, they, they, they don't it's not really the institution which it once Didn't was, sadly. you have a crush
1: on a Blue Peter presenter? Ah. This is what's
0: going on. Not, well, there was an incident with me and a Blue Peter presenter yes. once.
1: What, what? I can't remember. I,
0: it was a Blue Peter, I'd forgotten about this, a Blue Peter presenter called Janet Ellis, who is the mother of Sophie Ellis Baxter. Yes, that is. A that's, British pop star who's famous yeah. for looking like a cat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Janet Ellis is quite adorable. It's nice, furry. <laughs> I once chopped Janet Ellis's arm off on stage with a magic trick with a guillotine. Yeah,
1: it's good that you put the magic in there late in the <laughs> sentence.
0: <laughs> but that—that that is as close as I've ever got to Blue Peter. But anyway, for many British people, it is a part of their growing up. And I think, even if the show isn't as beloved by the BBC as it once was. I think 60 years is tremendous. So I am actually choosing Blue Peter as my pick of the week rather than The Return of Doctor Who, which has also been rather magnificent in the last week or two. But there you are. So that's that's what I'm... that in there. That's what I... That is my pick of the week. Go and check out. It's actually the poem. That's my pick of the week. The poem by Tony Walsh. Go and check it out. It's wonderful. There you go. That's a bit more timely. Thank you. (laughs) Carol.
1: So my 100th pick of the week... Oh, no, it's not. My pick of the week. Yes. As you know, I've started off talking about, you know, Donald Dater's. I thought, why get off the political train now? Um, yeah, yeah. It's
0: not like talking about Donald Trump hasn't got us our fair number of bad reviews yes, on iTunes know, in the past. Know, so I let's know. carry on well, doing maybe, this.
1: Maybe we will get some positive reviews to counter the upcoming bad reviews we will get because <laughs> we talked about this. Who knows? Okay, it is okay. our 100th episode after okay. all. Yes. Um, so I am showcasing a new song called A Scary Time, written by a US based dance teacher. So not someone big celeb, called mm. Lindsay Lab. And I choose it
0: because it is super cute and catchy as shit. It is very timely. Hashtag me too. By the way, I don't think shit is that catchy. If someone throws some shit at you... it's, you it's It'll stick to you, honey. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> Sticky as shit rather than catchy as shit then. All right, fine.
1: You mean you're not going to put your hands out? Go, no, yay. Yeah,
0: probably not. <laughs>
1: what are you going to do? Back away.
0: Just put up an umbrella or something. <laughs> I keep one on me, along with my IoT key fob.
1: The song is kind of cheeky, but it drives home a really important message. And basically, any listeners out there who want to relate better to women should have a listen.
2: I can't walk to my car late at night while on the phone. I can't open up my windows when I'm home alone. I can't go to the bar
1: without a chaperone. I can't wear a miniskirt if it's the only one I own. I I have listened to this and I love it you love it I love it it. so uh, so uh, you uh, what have you uh, learned about women just as (laughs) just interested
0: (laughs) I I I found out well maybe I already had a hint of this that it's it's not great being a woman all the time.
1: Oh, actually, no, it's pretty great being a woman most of the time. Is it really? Yeah. Apart from the men?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is that the no, pro- it's
1: not all men. Not all men. Just, <laughs> just a specific tiny, men. tiny, tiny
0: proportion of men. So there might be like one... A few rotten apples. Right. So there, right? there may just be a few men in your life who you have to interact with who are a complete pain. No, I'm saying hurrah to all the good apples out there. Graham, you know what side you're on. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, totally.
1: You're not rotten, are you?
0: No, no, no. I'm woke, man. I'm You're woke? You. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what they say? I love this video and this song um, because it's clever. The words are clever. It's beautifully sung. The melody, it's satirical. A little twist in the end. And you think, oh, she didn't really mean all those things she was saying. And... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, did you need to gets, get to the end? I did.
1: <laughs> did you need to get to the end to get the message? Because... Uh, now, everyone who's listening needs to go listen to this song just to marvel at how long it took Graham to uh, figure out the song's meaning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's almost time to say farewell for this 100th episode of Smashing Security. Um, it's been a ride. We've, we've got to thank some people. We do. Let's thank I, I, I think Everyone. We need- I think we need to... Th- Why don't we thank all of our guests? Every single one of them. Every single one. Alex, BJ, Dan, Dave, David, 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 Duck, Jeff, Ian with an eye, Ian without an eye, James, <laughs> Javad, John, 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 Kevin and Lisa. Maria, Martin, Michael, Miko,
1: Nick, Peter, Phil, Fo- Bob. I was going to say <laughs> Phil, Fob, Phil, Pob, Rich, Scott, Tommy, Troy and of course, Fanya. Who?
0: Who's that? I've no never idea. heard of him. We need to thank the celebrities who we wanted on but turned us down. Uh, Gary Kasparov. I'm I never at wanted you. him on. Well, I bought. him. I we, hate
1: chess now. Chess I've, is stupid.
0: I bought him a bottle of vodka. You'd have thought of was. Piers Morgan. We didn't invite him on. Yeah, we, we didn't invite him. We d- <laughs> He's not invited. But you know, and we need to thank our listeners, every we, single one of you. There's a we, lot of
1: you. Can you? Can I just say, you guys are basically. Europe in one spot, it would be uh,
0: It would be Glastonbury, it'd be Glastonbury. Oh, I it'd was going to say that! It would be It would be There'd be a lot of mud, rain, misery Camping, <laughs> bad toilets But hey, some ec- excellent content And we got some fantastic feed- So we put out the call, didn't we A couple of weeks ago, saying, if you've got a favourite bit of the show If there's something you really enjoyed you Drop did. us a line, and people did They sent us tweets, they sent us private messages Emails, it was we lovely love you all it was lovely hearing. We won an award so this year. Yeah, and we lost an award <laughs> this year. And we lost and, an award. Yes, um, we are. We are going to put some of your favorite bits together in a little oral montage.
1: Thank you, everyone who sent in your favorite episodes.
0: We will put some of that after the theme music. But for now, I think it's time to say cheerio, bye. bye.
1: See you again next week. Won't be that long. It's not that exciting.
0: Look, many films these days, there's lots of sex and violence, isn't there? But there's, there's too much of that, some people say. Personally, I can't get enough of it. I love that stuff. But when I'm, <laughs> when I'm fed up with flesh, I'm not, I'm not afraid... I'm not afraid to turn to fur... And so I, this I weekend... I knew you were a fervert. I knew it. I, knew I it. this weekend, saw Paddington 2. Did Padden- you fall asleep? No, I didn't fall asleep. Not once? No, not once.
1: Did you close your eyes for a ridiculously
0: long time and okay. call it just blinking? I did actually fall asleep. But I only, <laughs> fell, asleep. I only fell asleep for a small part. I haven't even dared watch it, but because so many times Hollywood has taken a big steaming dump on my childhood, and I just wasn't prepared to, 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 you know, to let that happen again. So none of you guys have echoes? Nope. I can't shout activation commands down nope. the mic at you. Oh no. Please don't ask her to do anything, she's listening, I just said her name.
1: It's actually not even Houston Airport. It's Laguardia Airport. So it shows you all the people sharing it. You know, can't even recognise. it. The... Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Criticise them for that, crawl <laughs> That they can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so all the people who are a real airport nerds. I, I, I think you'll find that's actually, actually Laguardia. It. You will accidentally maybe make a mistake or you will delete a file, or you will change some code, uh, and you want to move back in time.
1: Yeah, um, or you've to- had a virus threat, for example, or, right. or someone stolen your data. Your house burns down, cat pukes on your disks, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> that has never happened to me. That's why I would never mention it.
0: They recognized that they needed to keep really tight control of the fingerprints so that it's, it's stored in a secure enclave on your typical iPhone. And with this new iPhone as well, it's storing that facial information on the device as well. So it's not is. I don't know why I do any
1: research at all, really.
0: Yeah, why do you?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I should just let Graham just do my just, whole story just, for me. I'm just, well, I'm not trying to steal I was it. Just, I'm you just, you trying know, to I was like, oh.
0: no, it's fine. Go. <laughs> oh, a bit of tension.
2: <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: They have made a candle which makes your home smell like a brand new Apple Mac.
2: Oh, for
1: God's sake. (laughs) Ah.
0: They say, with every whiff of our Inspire Candle, you'll find strong notes of bergamot, lemon and tarragon, scent profiles that clear your mind of clutter and stimulate creativity. (laughs) A unique blend of bergamot and armoise with hints of lemon, tarragon, amber and must create a fresh aroma that will liven up any home or office. This is ridiculous. I don't think I can do this podcast anymore. Am I in your favourites list? Maybe. You are one of the people who I FaceTime most often.
1: No, no, I understand that. But there's this option, I think, to say this is a favourite person in FaceTime. And uh, uh, not a favourite, but yeah, one I was about to say. Favorites.
0: Hashtag awkward. <laughs> you know, you're not one of my favourites, girl. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon had the bat phone, right? He could do the bat signal. If the Penguin was coming in and causing trouble, he knew he could get hold of Bert Ward and the other guy.
2: Adam West.
0: <laughs> Adam West. Sorry. How do I'm,
1: I not know Adam oh West? God, How did I know? not that?
0: They're a Hong Kong-based maker of what they call wearable toys. All oh, right. Okay. They also very fond of the term Teledildonics, obviously. Who isn't? So they've admitted, or well, what they call a minor bug in their Android app, which basically resulted in sound recordings being captured while the app was in use and stored on your phone's local storage. So whoa, 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 whoa And whoa. they
1: were recording the. Sound.
0: Yes, yeah, so this guy, some guy on basically on Reddit where everything comes from. <laughs> he was he was cleaning up his phone and he stumbled across this audio file that he hadn't expected to be there and it turned out that it was a, a six minute recording of his session using the Lovence remote app.
1: No way.
0: Six minutes. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what is a hamburger? A hamburger's different from a beef burger, right? because hams comes from pigs yeah that's not where the name comes from it's hamburg place oh really Yeah. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with hamburglers no
1: sorry would you consider yourself a privacy wonk
0: are you asking me or peter well you graham you um, just I, I think it? in some way <laughs> time yes absolutely You just yeah. said it
1: with a disparagingly and i was thinking well you're in that group i think <laughs> Oh no, there's nothing.
0: Don't be ashamed if you're wonking. <laughs> nothing to hide, right? I think we may have forgotten what it was like to be in the middle of the Cold War. I mean, I'm I'm of an age. Graham fought at the Bay of Pigs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Bay of Pigs, <laughs> but but suddenly in the early 1980s. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just can't. <fun. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> With his little spectacles. Ooh. I'm just amazed that you knew
1: Robin but not Batman. <laughs>
0: Graham is an unusual beast and they can even determine whether you swiped left or whether you swipe right left by the way Vanya is rejecting and right means oh yes this is woman who could throw potato over house and would be good match she would be able to pull plow through field <laughs> That's just, a, that's just a little stink pad. They had no computer power. You weren't controlling nuclear weapons from no, your laptop, for And, you know, <laughs> if you're installing Angry Birds, yeah, maybe it's not that big a deal, is it? Sorry, do you understand? understand? One petaflop. Understand. One petaflop is yes. what I'm talking about. I'm
1: and yet Facebook still runs really
0: slow. It's because these days with domain names, you don't just have characters A to Z, you've got all those crazy, kooky other countries. Countries <laughs> contributing. I'm sorry, what? Right.
1: Excusez-moi, Monsieur.
0: how you did that. And how are you going to listen to Smashing Security podcast while you're in the secure room? Right. No. Yes. No. No. So I'm not going to say no speakers. My idea, it's ultrasonics, right? Get a chihuahua. Every office needs a chihuahua. <laughs> a little Maltese. Or a, or a lovely Maltese. I love Maltese. I love those. A poobrador. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> The opposite of a labradoodle. <laughs> <laughs> and it could pick up. It could pick up the high frequencies and go yep 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 yep. Poopador could be pug and labrador actually. That's a poor poor <laughs> labrador.
1: Poor pug. I then deleted my Facebook account and then re-upped it in 2005 and have not been able to get off the stupid thing since. So I, wow. I am I am a super. So why can't you get off? <laughs> <laughs> what are your <laughs> You guys.
0: In fact, a U.S. judge controversially ordered her to unlock an iPhone with her fingerprint. Now, the rule is, if you ever get caught by the authorities, by the feds, Cut your thumbs off. Yeah, cut your thumbs off quick. Yeah. Preemptively,
2: just in case. You can never be too careful.
1: Bite it off with your teeth. Bite it off
2: and swallow those thumbs. Yep.
1: And then hope the fingerprint disappears before. Oh you know. yeah. yes. Hope
0: you have strong stomach acid. That's right. <laughs> they went to his house and they found a USB thumb drive hidden inside a box of tissues. Are you sure it's the thumb drive
1: that he was smelling? <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but he is a teen boy, right? I
0: wonder what that thumb drive's got on it in the box of, <laughs> of tissues.
1: Because I understand spreadsheets a bit but I'm no expert in all this stuff. Why are you guys giggling? <laughs> He's thinking it now.
2: <laughs> He's trying not to
1: laugh. Is this because of the term back-end guru?
0: <laughs> Well, They also got hit in late July by a type of ransomware called BitpayMer, also sometimes called FriedEx. I don't know if it's called FriedEx because uh, basically uh, you What's the bacon joke? You've lost your bacon, what's the phrase? What? (laughs) Is there a bacon joke? Fried eggs and bacon. I don't know. Let me say this again. I just think if you're going to do jokes, Graham, you should just know the punchlines. Yeah. I don't know.
1: You're literally halfway there. I know, but it kind of matters the last few steps, right?
0: Let me introduce to you my pick of the week, which is... Oh, shit. I'm sorry.
1: Graham, the book that you bought me called The, T- the Triceratops Who Loved Me has just been soaked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was always expecting that to be a book which might get slightly damp. Oh, I think you're fine. It does have <laughs> It does have wiped down pages. No, come on. What, do you, what are you? What are you talking about?
1: No, no, I'm serious.
0: <laughs> so the phone does a very high-pitched squeak. That you can't hear outside your hearing if they're having a conversation with someone and asking them, when was the Battle of Hastings?
2: When,
1: when, what? What? What?
0: It's not like they can say it in a really high-pitched tone, is it? It's not like they're a dolphin. <laughs>
1: I mean, imagine, for example, ice road truckers, right? And you're trying to train them for their first journey out on the ice up north. Yes. And yes. you would have a nice calm scene as they're kind of simulating the drive
0: along the mountain and suddenly
1: hit them with a huge storm. There's Morgan.
0: There's Morgan's in the middle of the road. Will you avoid him or not? No, you're going to hit him. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Unfortunately, it turns out that the app has a vulnerability. Unfortunately, my wife is also now printing a document behind me. <laughs> She's somewhere else in the house. I was
1: wondering what that sound was. <laughs> Are you Xerox copying your butt right now? Or? <laughs> Are you paying attention to the podcast? Because this is business. It's not the app. For, the for app for vulnerability me. was that uh, printing is going to happen. Yeah. That's my guess.
0: So. I'm, I don't know how many pages there are going to be.
1: Maybe it's a book. Read a few lines. Read a few lines. Wait, what is
0: this? Let me just find out how much she's actually <laughs> printing, okay?
1: Uh, now I'm done. I've, t- I've said myself.
0: You're done. We're done. Close down the podcast. Turn off the internet. This Take is the all the worst- episodes off the internet. This- <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to delete them off iTunes right now. <laughs>